0: These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. Hunger Written by Daniel Wilcox Narrated by Joseph Maudsley The warm, steady release of blood filtered from the gash on the side of his cheek, he could taste the coppery moistness, feel the aching throb from where it had reached out to strike him. Only moments ago, the cold, decaying flesh of its hand had clawed his face, its teeth gnashing and clapping together as he backed into the corner of his very own study, the place where he spent his days tapping at the keyboard, dragging the mouse to its various little white boxes of his sacred to-do list. Clicking to make that satisfying red check mark appear. Tick. Saliva joined the cocktail as he dribbled the liquid down his chin. On the floor next to his upturned desk, the thing lay upon a coil of wires and computer chips, smashed to tiny pieces after Ben clasped the table with a white knuckle grip and had thrown it in his last defense. By that point, the damage was already done. The fingers of the creature had scratched. The teeth of the zombie had bitten. Its growling snarl still reverberating in his head. A strange sound that made him think of a dog and its haunches that may also be choking on a bubbling liquid. A rabid human. That's really what the creature was, though it would be much easier to call it by its conventional horror name a zombie. Ben took a few uneven steps towards the body. It was a pull that he felt in spite of himself. A type of morbid curiosity that guided his steps in the direction of the corpse. A voice in his head began to shout, telling him that he shouldn't get any closer. Flashes of a thousand films and TV shows played. He soon recognised that it was his own voice, and he was telling himself what had shouted at the screen countless times before. Don't get any closer, you idiot. It's going to get up and grab you. But it didn't. Even when the toes of his Burberry slippers now matted with the yellowing grime that had leaked from the corpse kicked against the zombie's body. He heard the squelching as the cotton began to breathe in the thick, dark blood that puddled the figure. He was dead, all right. Dead as a doornail. About six paces in front, the door stood ajar. A bloody handprint smeared against the white gloss of the frame. Ben tried to look around the room to assess the damage. Despite the recent attack, he felt his breathing come in calm, regular spurts. Now that the room was quiet, he could hear the deep rasping of his breath, as though he was narrowing towards sleep. But he could not turn his head and once more his feet began to carry him towards the open door, which led to a wide corridor. How had the zombie gotten in? That was a question which he had no answer. In a nightmarish kind of dream, he found himself wanting to laugh. The sound felt like a tinkling stream through a parched desert inside his head. Yet no sound came out. If anything, all he could hear was that shallow moan. house was deadly silent. Now that he was descending the stairs, he became aware of how loud his footsteps sounded against that eerie quiet. The last he had checked, the time had been 6.45pm. Cora would have been setting the table for dinner, whistling away around the kitchen as Bella sat in the living room, probably watching some trash TV that was far beyond her age to understand Ben and Cora would often exchange sideways glances when Bella would quote something moronic that had spewed from the mouth of a certain Kardashian. Still, it kept Bella happy. And what damage could that really do to an eight-year-old? But where are they now? Are they okay? More importantly, if the creature had found its way upstairs... Had they kept out of its way as it came into the house? Could they be hiding somewhere safe and unseen? There were only a few really safe places in this house, and Ben thought even he could punch his way into those if ever he felt the need. Ben stopped in his tracks. The smell of cooked meat, bacon, on a soft bed of bread, tickled his nostrils. So when nearby he heard a sob, His body, acting in forces against himself, turned. And his head let out a scream that filtered through the mortal body out of his mouth came out as nothing more than a sigh. For nothing more than a moment he caught his reflection in the glass panelling of the stainless steel oven. And what he saw made him want to run far, far away. But his legs wouldn't listen. Blood painted one side of his face, leaking rapidly from the open wound of his cheek. Saliva trailed a thick river down his chin and hung loosely like some underwater weed floating against his movements. Worse, though, was the eyes. The bright blue that rimmed his pupils had dilated into an inky blackness that filled his sockets, like buttons on a woven mannequin. He was gone one of them but his mind was entirely conscious he began walking towards the smell thinking of the way 90s cartoon characters floated towards pies only with every step that his puppet body took he tried with a double effort to do the opposite in no tv show or book or film had he ever envisioned this to be a zombie seemed a mindless thing something that turned the body into an empty vessel, bent only on the instinct and desire of food, but to remain a conscious form of yourself, with your body operating against your will, well, that was a fate much worse than the second death. He wrapped his long fingers that no longer looked like his own around the open edge of the pantry cupboard door, hearing the shallow, hurried breaths through the slats and pulled. Immediately he recognised the pathetic sound that came from her mouth, a sound he'd heard on stormy nights when the thunder clapped and lightning struck and she curled in his arms for comfort, wrapping the duvet around both of them. A sound he knew from scabby knees and runny noses, drying tears with his own sleeve to spare her favourite dress from getting ruined. The gentle breathing that had caressed his ears in the moment her naked form was handed over in the hospital room those eight years ago. Bella was hunched in the corner, knees drawn to her chest. She looked up into her father's face and screamed. Ben wished his eyes to close, wished his mind to develop static and fizzle out what he was seeing, but it was out of his control. And was the delirious satisfaction that came from the taste of that first bite... hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. Hunger was written by Daniel Wilcox, narrated by Joseph Maudsley, with music by Tom Robson. We're currently giving away five free signed copies of the quarterly collected print edition of The Other Stories. This volume collects all of the stories from volumes one to three, with a few little extras thrown in. For your chance to get your hands on one of these bad boys, go to www. And cleaver.com forward slash competition and enter your contact information until next time